Hello and welcome back to the Corridor of Uncertainty podcast. I am Luke and as always I'm joined by Ben. Hello. And this episode is not just your regular episode. We've got a very special guest on. So Sean, hello, how are you? Introduce yourself. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm Sean and I'm uh, an Everton fan. <laughs> just... Uh... <laughs> so yeah, we've gone... We've picked Ben's worst nightmare. Found ourselves, found ourselves an Everton fan. Um, so... This is going to be a very interesting episode. We're going to be talking all about Everton and those last couple of games. And also we've got potentially the hardest draft that we've ever done. Um, we're going to be doing a 33-nation draft. So once one person's picked a player from a nation, that nation is now out of bounds. So it's going to be, we're going to be in Iran and <laughs> Kazakhstan by the end of it. It's going to be very it's going to be a test of our geography, not before anything else. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, there be, might be a few more voids after my voids from last week. Yeah, are we putting a timer on today? Uh, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, cool. Um, so, like we always do when we get our guests on for the first time, we like to discuss the memories that the guest has. So, Sean, as an Everton fan, would have probably had more Liverpool memories than QPR memories, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> But uh, I asked you what your what your best memories are. Um, what are your best memories of, of playing against the clubs? Well, I was having a th- I, I did have a good think on this. I uh, came to the realization that as an Everton fan, there's not that many good memories. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I narrowed it down to two, and the the well, the, the best memory was probably the two 0 win against Liverpool at Anfield in twenty twenty one. Yeah, um, obviously that was that, that was quite a special game. I think it was like our first win at Anfield in twenty twenty five years, something like that. So, um, yeah, so obviously that was something special to experience because that, that that was the first time I'd experienced it. So, to be honest, I, mate, everybody <laughs> that year everybody beat us Anfield. So that's <laughs> what it is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was a pretty good one, and then the second one was a bit of a funnier one, which was. Um, the 07 08 season when Phil Neville got a straight red card for the handball, saving the shot. <laughs> so uh, I, 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 I was pretty young on that one, to be fair. That was, I was probably about 13 when that happened. So, but I remember watching it with my dad, and it was, it was quite funny. It was very memorable. So, long, long gone are the days <laughs> of Phil Neville. Phil Neville. <laughs> Could probably no, do it somewhere like now, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben, what's your best Everton um, Liverpool memory? I'm a bit more spoilt for choice. Um, yeah. I mean, the game when I think it's five two a couple of seasons ago, Divock Origi scored a couple. That was pretty nuts. Yeah. Didn't have that one. But I think my favourite's probably got to be Luis Suarez diving in front of David Moyes. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I do um, remember. <laughs> It's just great banter because he's been winding him up all week saying he's a diving cheat. Then he scores a goal. But look at him now. European final. Where's Luis Suarez? Retired. David Moyes. <laughs> well, it's Grammy out. Still following. Could never be David. No. <laughs> uh, have you got any Everton keeping our memories? Do they exist? Um, well, I, I did have a look over some of the games on... Most of them were like 2011, 2014. I didn't yeah. have any specific memories, but I did have some good memories of like the the Everton team and some of the players and stuff. Yeah, and um, so it got me 
just a bit nostalgic about how iconic some of the players were, like like Kevin Morales and Tim Cale and like Phil Jaggy Walker and stuff like that. So yeah, that was a solid team. Don't worry, guys. Next year you can make them. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) I think QPR's first win back in the Premier League, the first time, the the good time. I think our first win was just at Goodison, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, a, in an orange kick, which was yeah. horrific. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So then, Everton, let's get to the present day, unfortunately. Um, what has gone wrong? Like, if you can sum that up in less than three hours, what specifically <laughs> has gone wrong? Um... Well, I, I was looking into some stuff today, and um, like obviously I have like me personal problems with the team, but I think the main problem is obviously the owners, yeah, um, specifically Farad Mashiri and um, like his ties to where his money comes from and stuff. And um, I mean, a lot of it was quite interesting to me because there was I know mo- I know obviously the the casual side of it, but reading up properly about it was actually a lot worse than I thought it was. And yeah. um, so like with the stadium, like we've apparently we've apparently still gotta find around five hundred and fifty million pounds to finish it. No, which is weird to read. <laughs> so yeah, so that 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 nice new stadium's not looking too promising at the moment. And obviously with the financial fair play rules hitting us again. Um, apparently that was down to Machiri extending a hundred million pound loan by a fifty million pound, and basically if we get relegated, there's a thing in in the contract with the loan where we might have to pay the whole loan back straight away. Okay. Than, yeah, so the, 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 it's it's repayable from twenty twenty seven, but with yeah. the, the, there is a clause in that contract the contract apparently where if we get relegated. Um, that's a scenario where obviously we can't wager like assets against it. So the, the, there is a good chance they ask for that money back straight away, which would leave us in a, quite a bad spot. Yeah. What are <laughs> what's like financial fair play looking at ahead of next season? Is it pretty much self um, um, Well, from what I've got, um, basically the the limit on like losses is a hundred and five million pound. Yeah. And apparently we are two hundred. We're 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 minus two hundred twenty three million over the last three years without COVID losses, yeah. which is um quite a lot above. So we basically got to wipe out like nearly hundred and fifty million pound in loans. Yeah, before you um, can even think about spending anything. Yeah, but for, 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 I couldn't find any specifics on it. But from what I've seen, Everton have basically come out and said that. <laughs> The COVID losses are actually fourteen point eight million, and not um a hundred and three million. That was for twenty twenty to twenty twenty one. It's quite a um, big difference. Yeah. yeah, and basically, there's there's also controversy over the fact that we got investigated at the end of last season, and nothing was done about it. We were basically cleared of it, and obviously yeah. Burnley and. Um, for whoever else got released, I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, like Burnley were basically pushing to have us like thoroughly investigated, and yeah. um, apparently that was basically just down to the FA accepting that 
a lot of it was COVID losses. So, <clears throat> but it's not looking good at the moment. Do you, do you think? Do you think you're gone? Do you think you're going to go, or do you think you can stay? <laughs> no, I think we'll stay up. Um, we've got. I think we've got. We've definitely got the, the easier two games remaining. Yeah, definitely. So we've we got Wolves away, which we don't have a good record at. But I think we we couldn't nick a win. But if we don't, and it goes down to Bournemouth, we're at home, and that'll that'll be a sellout, and it'll just be noise for like 90, 95 minutes. And and then like looking at the other teams, like Forest have got Arsenal and Palace. Leeds have got West Ham and Spurs, who would, who could be still chasing Europe, and then. Leicester have got Newcastle and West Ham, so I think Leicester's only real chance is a home win against West Ham on the last day. Yeah, I, I think your your fix. I think if you could pick any fixtures to have in the last two, I think you, you'd probably go yeah. Wolves and Bournemouth because they're just yeah. on pitch at this point. <laughs> so who who do you think will go, who will drop into the into bottom three? Leeds and I think I think Leicester. I think Leicester are gone to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I I think that I've got it as um, Leicester 18th, Leeds 19th. So yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, well, without taking into account that Sam Allardyce is there. Yeah, that's the big thing. (laughs) Yeah, but I think West Ham's at West Ham. Yeah. So, I mean, unless they rest players because they've just got to the final, that they might have a chance. But I can't see them beating Spurs, even if it is at Ellen Road. Um, just because obviously, like at that point, Spurs have got two tough games to finish because they've got Brentford as well. So they might be trying to just solidify that last spot in the Conference League. So who for us? For us, got Arsenal, and then who they got on the final day? Crystal Palace away. So Forest could be in that still as well. Yeah, yeah. But they have got two points on you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I think well, yeah. the thing is Allardyce, really, because to be honest, he could easily beat both those teams, especially as you mentioned. Yeah. West Ham have got; they've got to start thinking about resting players. They, they yeah. next, their final is only well, a couple of weeks away now. The worst yeah. thing they want is to go Ben Rama to get injured, or <laughs> or you know, and then because they will just put all, they're safe now, so they've got nothing to play for. So yeah. That's the thing they've got to start thinking about. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, there'll definitely be some carnage on the final day. I hope there is anyway. But from a new. Hopefully, not a ball than ever. I don't want Everton to go down as a Liverpool fan. Yeah. Because the Merseyside derby is one of the bigger games in football. And, you know, like you say, if you go down, you could. You're not definitely. Especially if you get into trouble with FFP. You're yeah. not guaranteed to come straight back up. I think there would be a bit of a gap if you yeah. managed to hold on to a lot of your players. But, you know, England's number one. Is he going to want to be in a championship team? Is you know, your players like Anana had a good season? Um, yeah. I don't really know. Calvert-Lewin's a bit pants, in my opinion. Oh, I, think, I mean, I've got, I've got a list of players I think will likely go from it, but... Yeah, it's more just if they go to the championship. It's more just the fact that we'll lose money on the on the transfer value in it. So yeah. it's, that's the main problem. So go, go on then. If if you let's just like suggest that you are going to say oh, you got to make that money. Where are you where are you getting your money from? Who you're selling off? Um, well, I've got five with the like projected market value, and then I've I've added like a personal value to it as well. Go on. Uh, so I think Pickford definitely because. Tottenham have been after him for about two years. 
Yeah. Um, he's apparently valued at 25 mil, but I think we could probably get 45 for him if just that, that, that that's just based off if Dav, like David Raya being valued above the same. Yeah. How um, how many years he got left on his contract? Um, I think he got a he got an extension this season. I think in the summer. But I, I, I don't know how long it is it's for, though, so I'd imagine it's probably about two years, maybe. Um, and then Onan as well. quite a lot for Pickford. I wouldn't be paying that. Oh, yeah. You don't need well, to keep it. Sorry. I mean, well, that, that's it. I mean, I've spoke to some other Everton fans, like, over the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, they, they Like, some, some of them value him at, like, 80 mil, 60 mil, and I'm just like, he's 29. Mm. And he's had a he's had a club that's like constantly batting relegation. You're not getting eighty mil for a goalkeeper at twenty nine years old. It's just like you got quite a lot for Richarlison, though. I mean, at the end <laughs> yeah, of the day, yeah. you spent quite a lot on Richarlison, and obviously you managed yeah. to make money on him in the end somehow. Um, but Pickford, you spent thirty mil right from Sunderland, was it? Yeah, yeah. I think you can get thirty. I think you get about thirty. Yeah, I think it's just. Well, I mean, the 45 is probably a little bit slightly biased from me just because I've got him as like maybe top four or five keepers in the league. Yeah. And then obviously, like, because like the likes of like David Raya, who's like, he's been valued about the same, but he is also about six years younger. So, yeah. yeah. But, but if, if you, I mean, I guess the problem is like, you, if you stay up, you don't have to sell him. But then again, yeah. Tottenham will know that realistically you do have to yeah. sell him if you want to make money from somewhere. So that's going to be a problem. What did he say? Sorry, I wasn't listening. He, he, realistically, like he's he's been a good servant, but he deserves to play for a better team. Who's like he can easily get into a top six Premier League team. So why not? Yeah, well, there's been there's been England keepers that have been performing ahead of him, like in the in league position for, for yeah. seasons. So he, he does deserve it. A go to. Like really show because I think there's quite a big split on Jordan Pickford. I think every time you see him concede, there's a like a big hit list of people that are just waiting to jump on him. And then there's a big like I, I agree with you for me he's in the top five keepers in the league. Um, I, I, so I think he does like if he goes and gets that chance at Spurs, I think that'd be a really good fit to be honest. Yeah. Um, if I was Pickford, I'd obviously going to Spurs is is an upgrade, but at the same time it's probably not the club you want to go to. Where's he going to go? I mean, if it was me, maybe let him go to, let Raya go to Spurs and you go to Brentford and move in there. Nah, he's got Spurs. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I, well, you rank him as one of the top five in the league. I didn't. So, there's where the difference in opinion comes in. But, like, I'd rather have Raya. Like you say, not just because <laughs> the keeper, but he's also six years younger, which is a big thing. Yeah, um, I definitely with that. But uh, it's obviously where his camp comes in because he might decide, no, I'm wanting to stay loyal to Everton. I don't know how likely that is. But he might also decide, nah, I've got to get out of here. And it depends how, how desperate he is to leave if he goes to a European team or goes somewhere that he can be a bit more... Yeah, I, I think he'd be a great Lloris replacement. Like, he's, like, yeah, definitely. Lloris... First of all, in recent years, he's just been chucking him in his own net. But like, he's, he's not the like commanding keeper that you like. You want like a nutcase as a keeper, and like he's going to yeah. throw himself at the ball whenever it's near him. And you know that he's going to do that and command his area. And I think that's been missing for Spurs for quite a while. 
Yeah. Especially yeah. behind that defence as well, which is like very mentally weak. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be a great, great signing. And I think there'll be a few big clubs looking for keepers. It will be because yeah. it, the Hayes contract talks are stalled by the looks of it. I can't imagine Chelsea are going to go into another season with Kevin Mendy. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so there'll be a fair few. And to be fair, if Chelsea came, you could probably get 50 million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <they> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I did see the other day that apparently Mendy is on his way out and Kepa has had a good season, but I think. That's easy to do with that Chelsea team. By his standards, he's still set the bar low and exceeded everyone's expectations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think if, if Chelsea were to come in, I think we could definitely add maybe like 10, 15 million and we'd probably yeah. get it. So. Yeah, money's not a problem for them. No. What you want really is Spurs to come in and then Chelsea like, oh, Spurs want him. Oh, yeah, yeah, go on then, have another 20. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, go on then. Who else is on your on your sellable list? Um, so I've got Onana, who's valued at around forty two mil. Yeah. Um, I've got him over about sixty five, just because of his age and his potential. And he's like, the big one. Yeah, exactly. He's basically our best player for me. Is and then with the clubs that are coming in for him, like Man United and Arsenal, like obviously that puts his value for it. And then. 65, though, is quite a bit. Because if you're thinking about Arsenal, who are also after the likes of Rice and Caicedo, yeah. uh, would you rather spend 80 to 100 million on one of those two? Um, a bit more, a bit more like, proven. Per- personally, I'd, I'd, I'd spend what, as much money as it takes to get Rice. Um, <laughs> I think Declan I think, I think Rice is amazing. He's one of the best players in the league. So, But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think. Yeah, actually, a cheaper alternative. What? A cheaper alternative. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think he. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's anywhere near that level yet either. Even though he's only actually about. Well, he's, he's probably about the same age. Can I say though? He's not that much younger than Rice, but I don't think he's anywhere near that. Yeah. In terms of like, like Rice can basically play as an eight or a six, and. He basically ticks every box perfectly, and Caicedo is quite versatile as well. So yeah. I think Onana, I think with Deitch coming in, that's shown how how much Onana's got left to learn. But yeah. I just think, like on, on raw ability and raw power that he has on the ball, it's just like that is worth a lot if he goes yeah. to the right team. So fair enough. Yeah, can't argue with that. And then the other three are just it will be. Gray and Calvert Lewin, who are all valued at around twenty to twenty-five mil, and I think I think the only one we get a lot of money for there is Calvert Lewin because if 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 he proves his fitness is is back where he, he needs it, I think if Arsenal or Man United come back in for him and he's a lot cheaper than say like the likes of Vlahovic and Kane and Osman, then I think he I think that forty like maybe like thirty-five to forty mil would be perfect for. Yeah, I wonder how much interest there will just because of that injury record. It's just yeah. tough to. to yeah, like, not for me, more more likely would be if Brentford have because Brentford are going to be right strike break. Yeah. I think someone mm. like them could go. And there's a, I say Brentford, and you just think that it's like a it's a poor club, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's a top half club now. So yeah. like, it's not like. And yeah. they're going to have to spend money, and they, they're going to have to make a marquee signing up top because you can't have, 
you can have Tony without the season for half. Yeah. I think they're trying trying to get rid of him. To be, I think so. They twenty twenty five million on Tony's head. So yeah. um, well, they're going to which is likely for at least forty. Then they'll have, have money to spend. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, it's like out of those five players, based like basically, like four of them are four of our top earners as well. So I mean, if that also helps with wages. Like, Iwobi's on 120,000, yeah. which is absolutely ridiculous. And then Calvert-Lewin and Onana are both on 100 grand a week. And Pickford is actually as well. But Onana's only 21. He was only on about two and a half grand a week at Lille. And then he came yeah. so he was on 100 grand already, which is obviously highlights part of the problem with how our clubs run. Because, like, we've got, I think, out of our top 10 earners, only five or six of them actually get regular starts because they're in, the others are injured or they're unfavoured or they're not good enough to play, which is just ridiculous. So if you sold a fair a couple or even all of those players, what do you, have you... I mean, are you then able to spend big on replacing or is like, um, in the same position again next this time next season? You're still looking at the same sort of thing? Yeah, well, I'd imagine if we get... If we get Anyway, well, if we get somewhere in between the market value and like personal value and shift some of them wages, it probably will free up a bit. But I mean, I imagine even if we do have the money to spend, if they're smart, I don't think they'd be spending any more than maybe like 40 mil, 50 mil again, anyway. Because I think last season, I think we had a net spend of like 57 mil or something. Yeah, obviously, but I obviously... quite good business when it comes to selling them. Like the fact you managed yeah. to get like million for Richardson was pretty pretty good. Yeah. And you got forty for um what was that other guy's name? Leslie Gordon. Yeah, yeah. that's enough. I think that that is one of the biggest problems is we sell these players for like insane amounts and we basically fleece clubs for them. Yeah. And then our, our player profile is really bad but our director of football um, Kevin Thelwell basically just doesn't get final say on the signings like he, when he should do because that's his job and then like the basic like machinery and stuff and it's like right hand man basically just bring in what players that they like and yeah. then we end, that's how we end up with the midfielders it will be gay and do call which is just like you're not you're not going to get top half of the Premier League with that midfield yeah. <laughs> not anymore <laughs> yeah definitely not um, all right. Finally, before we get on to our draft, who? So we said, do you think Leeds, Leicester, and Southampton will go down? Can you yeah. see any of or all of those teams bouncing straight back up again? Um. Well, if Leicester go down, definitely not, because I've seen their payroll and it's yeah. And obviously, I've seen their contract situations, and they'll lose that basically the the whole start of AC in the next year. Yeah. Um, I think if Leeds get the right manager, and then because I I don't think they've got they've got, I, for me they've got the worst overall squad in the league, even behind Southampton. Obviously, Southampton finished below them, but I think um, that was I think that was largely down to um, Nathan Jones. I think his name was that that the ex manager they had from like yeah. he was terrible. Um, for, but yeah, I think Leeds. The, the quality they lack, they make up for, obviously, with that intensity, that will fit the championship again. 
Or yeah. I think, and I think if they can get a bit of money for Bamford, still maybe twenty five mil or something, they might be able to push that into getting a, a proven championship striker who can stay fit for the whole season. And yeah, stuff. I, I mean, think, uh, yeah, I think they've got the better chance. I think I, I can see that Leicester, Leicester will be in a big, big problem because, like, yeah, like you say, everyone's out of contract, so they're not going to regain the money. And then the people that aren't out, out of contract are only a year, a year away from being out of contract. They've yeah. really, like, they I think we were talking to another podcast, um, talking Ballacks, and he's a Leicester fan, and yeah. their director of football, I think it was, is is in a lot of trouble. They don't want him to be starting next season because he's the one that's messed up his contract situation, got into a position where half his squad is out of contract within the next 12 months. So, yeah. um, What's the deal with Vardy? I mean, I think Vardy will be there. And he'll probably like, but it's just like, oh, yeah. he's not going to keep something. Nah, I'm reason, backing so. Vardy to bounce him right back up, to be fair. He just put him on his shoulder and carried him up. I don't have anyone to pass in the ball. That's the problem. Be, he will. He will. He'll be fine. Um, but yeah, Leeds. I'm not. It depends because they've got put like, these kind of American stars and a few stars that they bought from overseas, but not really shown anything. So whether or not they've got value or need a season in the championship, I'm not sure. And then also um, Southampton have got a really good young squad. So I think even if they do sell, and they've just got um, Russell Martin from Swansea, he's a quality manager for Swansea. He's spent no money, plays great football. I think that's a great um, early shout for Southampton definitely to come straight back up again. Yeah, I agree. I agree, to be fair. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the Leeds players would probably be Everton signings, if you know what I mean. Like, I could just see you going in for, like, Sinistera, maybe Tyler Adams. Um, I, I would actually say Tyler Adams, his, his defensive stats are absolutely through the roof, so I would I would take him as a replacement for a dresser guy. Yeah, but... The... <laughs> Not to be rude, but the thing that I always see with Everton is I always think you start by signing well. Like getting James Tarkovsky, for example, was awesome. Like Michael Keane, yeah. you snap up these players who are in a dodgy position themselves. Maybe they've just gone down or their contracts out, and then they just they just sort of fizzle out a bit. Yeah, from what they formerly were. Yeah, I think. Well, I think that's yeah, I think that's that, that, that's been my problem with. Signing fucking recently, recently relegated players because it's it's obviously for the experience of they know how to play in a relegation battle, but then they also got relegated. So, yeah. <laughs> so then, like you, you bring Tarkovsky in, and we also brought yeah. him in on twice the wage he was on at Burnley, and he's twenty nine. Yeah, and then yeah. we bring Connor Cody in on loan, and he's like I think he's like twenties as well. And it like and then when I saw that, a lot of Everton fans like, oh, we're gonna stay up and. They're our best defensive partnership, and I'm like, well, if Wolves don't even want Connor Cody, why do we want him? Because yeah, yeah. they're, they're in the same spot, and like we're supposed to be better than Wolves, and we're taking their fourth, fifth choice centre back. So you've like, sort of got like and the attitude of a top half team, like a yeah. Chelsea or United, like oh, we can throw this money about, or you have in the past anyway, but then obviously don't have the quality to back it up. Yeah, well, I think like I was a bit. A lot of the fans. I mean, I'm 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 29 this year, so I, like I was I was old enough to see us nearly qualify for the Champions League. Yeah, and obviously the FA Cup running um, 2010, I think it was, and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so I've I've seen all that, and obviously obviously I know the history and like the nine league titles we won, the FA Cups we won, the the um, 
the the European Cup winners' cup and stuff. So, like, there's that divide now where the fans remember what we've been and know what we can be, and then the owners are trying to be like, well, what they call realistic and pragmatic, but it's not. It's just ridiculous. It's just, it almost feels like they're just saying it to like dull expectations, so they can get away with what they're doing with the finances and like the. Um, like how the clubs run with like not letting Kevin Thelwell pick his own signings, like because that's what he's paid for. Yeah, so... yeah I, I completely get that. Like even like just sort of similar thing. Like as soon as we appointed Ainsworth in, um, whenever we appointed him, and straight away he walks in the door and he's like, right, we need to keep this club up. But no, at that point, no one was thinking about relegation. He's instantly come in and dulled the expectations. And, every, and yeah. like, I want to look up. I don't want. I don't want to be looking over my shoulder. <laughs> All my managers do like make me feel positive, and then at the end of the season, he's like, "Next season's going to be tough." I don't want to think next season. I want to look, look <laughs> forward to something. Why are you telling me? Why are you making my expectations so low? And it's obviously so he can exceed the expectations that he's set. Yeah. yeah. Like, or do the I just want to be. I, told you I just want to be positive. Like I'm, I don't want to be stuck in the championship forever. I don't care how bad you think the squad is. Anyone can go up in the championship and prove it. So if you're worth it as a manager. Get us there, or at least aim to get us there, and don't get us looking over our shoulder before the current season's even ended. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, so yeah, I completely understand that, as you can tell. Um, right then, <laughs> draft time. This is where it's going to get um, exciting. Potentially make a fool of myself again. Um, we've got a, we've got a wonderful wheel to spin. Ben has brought his his very own uh, wheel. I'm I'm on the I'm the wheel guy now. He's the wheel man. He's, right, he's here for nothing else. No football knowledge, but he has got a wheel. Oh, <laughs> ah, well, I'm going oh, first. Ben's going first. It won't actually shot. Right, right. And then it will be short, and then it will be me. Okay. So what will happen is Ben will pick first, and once he's picked the nation, he can pick any player from any era. So be as present, whatever you like. And a manager. Uh, no, we're not doing a manager. Um, so, so, yeah, so as soon as that nation's gone, it's gone for everybody. Hence the 33, draft, 33 nation draft. Um, it will be 4 3 3. Um, and it's a Sean, he'll get two picks and then it'll go. No. Yeah. One's just me, so I'm third. I'll get two picks. Yes. Yeah. And then I'm back and forth, if that makes any so, sense. The, the nations. So is it not? Is it a set list of nations, or do we just pick nations? Any like nations, any nations. Okay. Is of. So yeah, obviously we've got thirty-three at sock by, by the end of it. I'm not sure I can name thirty-three countries, but we will find out. <laughs> okay. Right, oh, Messi, Argentina is off the table. Yeah. Where, where are you playing him? I'm you playing him right wing. It's four three three. Okay, right. I'm going to take. Sorry, it's not even my go. So then I want. I'm going. I'm just going to go outside the box. So I'm going to go. Ferenc Puskas as striker for Hungary. Great shout! Getting those countries out there. Hungary is off the table. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Right. So we're also going to have to be on each other's backs because there's definitely a chance. You mean we're going to have to be on your back, right? (laughs) If I I pick someone else's nation, let me know. I'll be the uh, the nation man. Yeah, as well as the wheel man. Um, okay, I'm gonna go for Maldini at the back. Oh, clever! Well yeah, done. I like that. 
done well. Uh, oh, it's me again, isn't it? It's you again, mate. Um, I will pair him with... Um, who should I pair him with? I'll go for... Ika Casillas. Oh, you little swank. Right. It's immediately got hard. <laughs> Spain was what I was backing. Oh, you little... Oh, so yeah, it's Sean, wasn't it? Yeah, Sean now. Oh, um... Okay, so it comes back. Okay, um... Ooh. Well, I think I'll take... Um, Cristiano Ronaldo for Portugal. Nice. On the left. <laughs> yeah, left winger. Righty-ho. I... I'm going to get France out of the way. I'm going to go Zidane. Yeah. Oh, I was waiting for that one. In the midfield. Go on, you got another one. I'm also going to go with... Mm. What are the big nations? I'm going to pair him with Stevie G in midfield. Mm-hmm. In this Merseyside episode, I think it's. I think England. You can kind of. Well, I'm willing to wait on because I think we've got. So you many. can't anymore because I've chosen. Oh, yeah. England. Oh, yes, yeah. I'm hoping England to stay free forever. But... Yeah. Um. Oh, so is it me? Is it me? Huh? Is it me? Sure. Um. Hmm. Um, I will go with Gareth Bale, right wing. Oh, Wales. I was waiting on that. I was waiting on Wales. <laughs> You've got your front three. That's a cracking front three, mm. to be fair. Um, I'm going to go for Roberto Carlos. You can't. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. Can as well. I'm just thinking it might be easier to think of obscure midfielders and strikers later down the line than it will be obscure goalkeepers and defenders. It wasn't that my thought process. Um, my next I did think pick, about Roberto Carlos. My next pick is going to be what countries have I got? There's, have we done all the big countries already? Argentina. I can't tell you that, mate. Portugal. Oh, no, I need to get this. Uh, I'm going to go for Kevin De Bruyne. Oh! I was thinking Belgium might have to whip out Eden Hazard, but I can't. Right, is it me again? It's you yeah. again. Okay, I'm going to go Virgil van Dijk, centre-back. Oh, no! Great show. Right. I'm going to get Germany out of the way and go for Franz Beckenbauer. Oh, no. The Germans. You've got to respect them. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's all the big ones. You've got Italy, haven't you? Yeah. Right. I'm going to go Luis Suarez. Oh, so. <laughs> that's South America. That's off front. Yeah. Yes, I love a bit of South American football. Right. Um, your choice. It's not me. I keep. I will go with Luka Modric in centre mid. Oh, now that is Super a great good. shout. Great. Forgot about Croatia. <laughs> oh, God, this is going to get. Gosh darn it. Um. Have you got a strike yet? No, I'm leaving that. I want to get a centre back a right back in. I'm gonna go in the in the in the in the theme of the podcast. I'm gonna go for Seamus Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> 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 
Um, and so I just need a centre back from anywhere. Who's the centre? They must be like an unbelievable centre back from a weird nation. I'm just not thinking of Ragnar Klavan. Not, not really. Comes to mind. More of a Eurovision presenter these days. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I was watching it and he came up. I was like, "That's not, that's not it." Like, that's not it. <laughs> He's not singing, is he? <laughs> um, oh, come on, send it back. See, you're quite strict. You don't like like Ebra. You just give me Sweden. Sort of. Sweden. I've got a striker in mind. I thought Sweden could be an. Was there any, was there any other good Swedish players knocking about anywhere? Ebra. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's good. Good. Oh, yeah. Great shot. A legendary firm player, Olaf Melberg, it sounds like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God, why? Can you go for Declan Rice when he used to play for Ireland? Yeah, yes. well, I've already got Ireland. Oh, oh thank God. Seamus Coleman. Uh, Seamus Coleman over Roy Keane. I know, it was, yeah. Who <laughs> was, was good that was Scottish? Kenny Dalglish. Uh, Andy Robinson. I want to Oh, should have gone. I could have gone for him. Uh, right, I'm just going to have to go with George Weyer. George Weyer, oi. Where's he from? He's Liberian. Right, exactly. That's what I need. I need more Liberians. Right, George, go now again. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I've got two centimetres, a left back, a right back centimetre, all people. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to take a freebie and just go Yashin and goal for Russia. Oh, you know. Oh, goodness sake, man. Uh, just take my net out. Just get rid of that. You can fill a bad spot. I was literally about to say blooming <laughs> Yashin. Oh, all right. I'll go for my backup plan. I'm going to go Andy Robbo. Robertson, Carlos, left back. Yeah. Get him in there. And on the left wing... I'm going to go for another African. I'm going to go for Sadi on my eyes. Just the best African player existed. in the world. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, who was the other one? Robertson. Right, okay. I'm going to focus on countries now. Uh, <laughs> I've got a great shout for right back, I think. Don't, I really don't. I'm just like my brain. So I'm usually all right with the remembering countries and players as well. But um, oh, right back. Um, just because I can't think of any off the top of my head at the moment, um, I'll go Antonio Valencia, Ecuador. Great, <laughs> just in Ben's head right now. That was literally what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Can I get Yaya Torre? You can. That's oh, a crack. Fair enough. And hold up, yeah, it's your go again. Can I get right? Can I do George Best? Mm-hmm. No. Yep, that's a great choice. Right, send so back to you. Shane. Uh, okay, it's a back left. Uh, I don't know if I can do bits. Um, um Um, it's tough at this point. Yeah, I'm just um, yeah, I'm running out of countries. Fuck yeah. Um, Australia, get out there. Oh, um, uh, I think centre mid, I'll go Arturo Vidal, Chile. Oh, 
Right. Right. So I need a centre defence in mid, a right back, a centre back, and a goalkeeper. Right. What other nations have we got not said? Mexico. Yeah. That's an option. Could go for like Rafa Marquez or something. Um, I feel like I should just keep my brain to my thought. But it's a podcast. You've got to talk on a podcast. <laughs> USA, Canada. Uh, South America? America? Not quite top of my list, no. South America is like Colombia less. Got Uruguay out of the way. I was thinking Alexis Sanchez, but you smashed that. Um, <laughs> Africa's got some great nations in it. Could have gone for Samuelito, you know, you could have. Um, right, I'm going to stop talking and I'll go Michael Essien. Oh, he literally just popped in my head then. <laughs> yeah, Ghanaian champ. Right, can I just... Where did George Best play? Left or right wing? I played on the left. I'd say right. He yeah. just said left or right. I, I would say... He just ruined all my plans. <laughs> what other countries are there in Europe? Do you know what? I'll go for a bit of an obscure one. I'll go Jan Oblak. In the sticks. Slovenia. Out you go. There's a lot of centre-backs needed still. Oh, no! <laughs> Got centre back. Oh, is it, is it me? Yeah, it's you. Right, okay. Um, not saying my option, man. Oh, there. Yeah, this is getting soft now. Um, I've got three left. Centre back, left back, left centre mid. Um. Oh wow. Um. Oh, I just thought of a great left back. How's no one picked him? Who is it? Italian. Well, you've already got one. Yeah. Are you? Give Sean a freebie. Yeah, I think Alfonso Davis is out there as a left back. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to, to, compared to Roberto Carlos and, and Andy Robertson, you're probably not going to get in. But I can't think of many better Canadians. Yeah. I like mm. the top. Say Doc on. Jefferson. Um, Farfa. Peruvian. I got <laughs> Not a very, not a super defensive midfield, but I'm going to go. I'm probably going to do myself over. I'm going to go centre mid and attacker mid. Yari Litmanen from Finland. Oh, that's a good point. You did recently visit Finland, right? I did recently. It's a lovely place. Best I've ever been on. Good. I went to Iceland recently. Any Iceland players you want to get in there? <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> good chance. Um, Goodness. Is it me now? Here's you, yeah. Right. Can I play? Can I play Ayato as a holding midfielder? I'll allow it. Yeah, uh, Christian Eriksen. Ah. Nice. I was thinking inspired Denmark. me there. Um, you still need a left winger. I need. So, what do I need? A left winger and centre back. Did have a country in my head. That's it. Okay. Oh, well, I'll, I'll save that. I need a left winger. I wanted. Mohamed Salah, but you told me I couldn't play best on the left, so I won't. No, you can't. So, does Salah play left wing for Basel? Mm. Nope. I'm, I'm not allowing it. it. Sounds like you did to me. Uh, <laughs> um, sounds like you did to me. <laughs> was there any good Swiss players? I don't think there was. Swiss? There's Granit Xhaka. Philip Sandler. Yeah, I do need a centre back. I'm not sure it's going to get much better than that, to be fair. What was Africa? South Africa? Did Stephen Pena? Japan? Japan? There's probably a few Japan players. 
He's there. Who's who's not really showing any Japanese love at this point? How about you've you've got you've got a Korean left winger. Oh my god! Thank you so much. That's a huge bet. That I'll go for Hyungmin Son. Oh. That's a fantastic shout. Thank I you. I thought you might go for Matoma. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I know you're a big fan. that's going to go for that, but that's a great shout. Okay, back to you, Sean. Um, centre back and left back. Yeah. Um, oh, um, oh, wait, we had Colombia. No, no. Um, I'll go for Cordoba. From Inter Milan, Colombia. That's centre. No. <laughs> And then Ben, is it you now? Yeah, my other centre-back is a Serbian by the name of oh. Nemanja. Oh, that's nice. Thank I you. didn't even think of that. So I just need a right-back now. Yeah, yeah. your last pick. <laughs> we all have the picks here. A right-back. So we've got a right-back, a centre-back and a left-back between us. <laughs> I don't think we're going to be fighting too much over this one. I think you've still got a striker right. as well. Who's that? Me? I think so. No, I've got a way of fucking back in one of them. A right back. Hmm. What are the options to go up against? Who's your right back? Oh, Valencia and Coleman. There's an opportunity here. There's an opportunity to win this. Play, um. A right. I need to get in the the world in my head. South Africa. No. This is quite tough, you know. Cameroonian. <laughs> the only person who comes to my mind is that guy called Nyom. Nyom. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, no. Oh, I've just got a really good right back. Okay. Um, We've already had England, mate. Um, <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's had a pretty big European club as well. He plays for a really big European club, you say? Yeah, African. Currently? Yeah. He was at the knockoff as well. Got to the semi-finals. Oh, oh yeah, Hakimi it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be willing to help you out now. <laughs> what do you need? He needs a left back. A left back. Yeah. But he's, got against, he's got to go up against Carlos and Robertson too. What about Shimikas? <laughs> Great. <laughs> Legend. I could take Mikel Oh, okay. I, I, I don't really. You don't even go Zinchenko. Ah <laughs> oh, no, don't. He's, he's not a left back. <laughs> got more chance, I got more chance of me being an, an, an adequate left back than him. Fair enough. Um, so, I'm just to be bold. I, I'm probably just going to have to commit to Davies, but I just want to try and. I don't know if there's any countries that I'm missing that will give me a good one. I don't think there will be. So I'll just yeah, I'll just have to go off onto Davies. I don't think I'm going to win that anyway against Carlos. Um, I so it's got centre back. Uh, for some reason, the only person that's in my mind at the moment is Harry Suter. <laughs> uh, not going to win me any prizes. Um, John Matip. Oh, um, you could go David Alaba, Austria. Austria. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I do. That's a good option. Thank you very much. And that's complete then. Job done. Right, should we do our predicted who's going to we'll win? We'll do a prediction. So, we'll, yeah, so goalkeepers then. No, I think I'm out of it. I don't think I'll black. I've got Casillas. No, I've got all black. No, you've got all black. So I think I'll win that one. I feel like Yashin could... Yashin's... I think it's between you two for certain. I'd, I'd go Casillas, but I do think people of a, a different age would go Yeah, Yashin. I mean, just for the ball on door, but I think 
I'd probably go Cassius just because that's who we've seen. So yeah, yeah. I think you win again, Luke. I think I win at left back as well, right? Carlos over Davison at Robertson. Yeah. So then it's Van Dijk, Maldini, Beckenbauer. Oh, I think it'd probably Maldini. But mm. Beckenbauer is very well. Reg- I don't think I love him, but I don't think Van Dijk reaches that level. No, Beckenbauer was like ahead of his time as well, massively. Maybe it's Beckenbauer. It's going to be tough. It'll be close between those two. Oh, yeah, that is tough. I can't even. Who won what the right you... after um, Hakimi? Yeah, that's Ben. Yeah, I, I think I'd take that one. Right, yeah. so what was your. You, you get this, the casting vote on this one. So you go Maldini or Beckenbauer, did you say? Oh. I feel like well, I, I feel like I'd probably just go for the one I've seen again, so Maldini. Yes. It's a great answer. So then the second centre back, which is I where it's all gone out, you've definitely got that in the back, it's Cordova, Alba and Vidic. I think Vidic. Well done. Great pick. Should have gone a great pick to be left late on. Thank you, mate. <laughs> then it's Valencia, Seamus Coleman. Um, and Hakimi I'd say Seamus Coleman's in with a shout here yeah in with a shout <laughs> the worst pick on this list I'd probably, I think it'll probably be I'd go Valencia but I think yeah, people will for, go Hakimi yeah I think you're probably right but Valencia for league titles definitely all over the well, I don't know well, league titles that I care about man. fair enough well, course, he also choked stay on not that one time as well so <laughs> um, <laughs> love that so <laughs> Who are we nominating as your defence? So it's Sen Torre, and I guess Vidal. Vidal would be the defensive one for you. Um, oh. Well, it's definitely not Litman. No, yeah, no, no, that's fine. Oh, that's sorry, we're debating now. We're debating who it's. So it's well, yeah. I think it'd be Michael. Over, over Torre. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the solely defensive Sen, but I think overall Torre is just so far clearable for them. Yes. Surely Torre takes mm-hmm. that when it goes to the to the to the public. To the public vote. You've done well here. I have done well. But uh, your attack's not as good as the rest. Yeah, true. Um so mid so then who Gerard Ericsson. What was the first pick for everyone? So we, yeah, it was Gerard. No, I picked it was Gerard, so it's Gerard De Bruyne and No, I picked Zidane first. Oh did you? So it's Zidane. Zidane K D B and Modric, I think. It's yeah. gotta be Zizou. Zidane, of course. Uh, and then it's what? Gerard Eriksson, Lippmann, Lippmann and Gerard. Gerard was that, was it? Yeah. Damn. There you go. Come we're, on! Ronaldo San Mane. I think Ronaldo walks that. Yeah, Mane. Ronaldo wins that one. Yeah. Uh, then you've got Puskas, Way, Suarez. Suarez, come on, man. Again, I don't Puskas. I don't know Puskas. I'm going to go for Puskas because I hate this one, so you get a point for it. <laughs> um, and, then, and then, yeah, Messi, obviously. Although George Best, I mean, it's Messi in the, is name. the best player to ever play football. Don't come at me, bro. Have you seen him? Who did Vidic, Alaba, Cordoba? Who did we give that to? I gave it to Vidic. I think we all gave it. Ben gave it to Vidic as well. I gave it to Vidic. So it's uh, three, four, four. Um, so yeah Sean on three me on four Ben on four although that's completely irrelevant because when it goes to Twitter anything can happen and I'll mix up all the centre-backs and all the centre-mids into one pub so who well, I think you should do separate ones this time 
Because there's three. You could do two different centre backs. Uh, no, not really. Yeah. I'm just trying to think who I'd edge out because I can put Tor- I'll put Torre, Essien, and Vidal, and then it'll be so it'll probably be Gerard, Zidane, De Bruyne, and Modric will be the other four to pick from. I'd say probably. Um, but yeah, there we go. So now, finally, before we end the podcast, as we always do, we get the guests to predict five games. I don't know, Ben, if you can go on Twitter and find the leaderboard. It's been a while since we had someone. I'll look play. Um, but if you just search on Twitter under us, it was ages ago though, um, to see what... I think Craig's winning. I think Craig is winning. Somehow. There's been some... T- I think we had a Nottingham Forest fan on who managed to get a singular point. Um, so you, I think it's one point if you get the result right, okay. and then I can't remember if it was two points or three points for the correct score, but that's the, the premise. Um, the prem. It might be better if you're on media, so you don't have to look at all the writing ones. Uh, um, so first up, Wolves-Everton. Close to home, or in in club rather than location. Um, so, so yeah, there we go. We've got the leaderboard. So Craig's on four points with two correct results and one correct score. Uh, Ollie from BTB Sports is on two points with two correct results, no correct scores, and then Jamie Martin is on one point with one correct result. So potential to go top of the leaderboard here. Okay. Uh, so Wolves Everton, what are your thoughts? You can give us a bit of a match preview if you like, as that is your area of expertise. Um, well, I've gone for I've gone two one Everton. Okay. Um, well, basically just just from the last few games, that we've been we finally been scoring a little bit more, and uh, I, think, I think in the league table, I think we've scored like two more goals, and we've we've not actually conceded that many that many more. So I think that'll be a close game, and then I'm hoping we get like a bit of a late winner or something. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Ben, go and get to relevant, but give us your prediction. One nil Wolves. I'll go for one nil Everton. <laughs> um, Forest Arsenal again. One of those teams down there scrappy, and Arsenal have just fallen away. Can Forest win at home? I've yeah. gone two. Was that two two? Yeah, two two. Interesting. So that pretty much would put Forest if they can get a point. They're pretty much safe, right? Probably go. Three nil Forest. Three nil. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go. It wouldn't surprise me to be fair. Like Arsenal, I think their mentality's gone. Now. They're, they're they're players. They're yep. meant to go. And Forest are fighting for the life. So I don't know if I'm gonna go for two nil Arsenal. <laughs> That's my logic. Um, <laughs> West Ham leads another one huge for the relegation battle. Yeah, um, I've got. I'll go two one West Ham. You need that, really, don't you? I'm going 4-0 West Ham. Uh, I'm going to go for 1-0 Leeds. Okay. Oh, it's Sam Allardyce, isn't it? I can't say 4-0. It's former club. 2-1. He wins here. So, what have we got? City-Chelsea. This would have been a big game last season, or mm. any other season, really, but this is kind of... I might go say, like, City-Brentford at this point. This is the equivalent. Yeah. Um. I think the worst team in West London, mm. officially. Apart from in any, in it, well, there was literally no need for that. <laughs> uh, Man City, Chelsea. Uh, I'll go 2 0 City. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Nah, 5 0 City. I've gone <laughs> pretty big for these. Yeah, it's the end of the season, man. I'm going to go. If they draw, does the title carry on for a bit? Yeah, no. 
No. Yeah, if they draw, it's fine. Well, not when not when Forrest went three 0 Well, if you, so I'm going. I'm going to go for two two. And <laughs> the title race to continue for another week. No, the robots be, just to be interesting. The cyborg, whatever his name is. Oh, we could have gone for Norway. Oh, yeah, how? Yeah, it's because he's irrelevant now. Or Odegaard, Julian Alvarez, is much better. Anybody else? Yeah. Um, Newcastle, Leicester. Um, three two Newcastle. Yeah, that's huge. Isn't it? So Leicester, if results go against them, could be down by that point, right? It's on Monday, so they yeah. could already be down. Definitely. Uh, ben, what's your last prediction? Four 0 Newcastle. Uh, I'm going to go for. I'm going to get there. This relegation battle going down so well. I'm going to go for 1-0 Leicester. If that happens, I'll be in love. I'm getting Champions League. Yeah. We aren't. Oh, yeah. yeah I can't, like, get rid of that then. 1-0 Newcastle. <laughs> um, well, there we go. What a great podcast. Thank you very much for coming on, Sean. Um, and the corner is... Enjoy the... Um, sorry, carry on. No, that, that was it. I was just saying I enjoyed that. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, we will definitely get you on again. Um, hopefully next season we'll be we'll look, talking to you about a Premier League preview. Um, yeah. If it'll be a pleasure to chat championship with you. Um, <laughs> uh, do you want to do you want to shout out your, your Twitter or anything while you're here? Um, nah, that's boring. <laughs> no, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Like that. <laughs> Humble man. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on, and um, we'll definitely do it again. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, see you soon. Uh, thank you very much. Bye. Up the Reds. <laughs>